Hey, Docalos, Happy New Year. Documenteers host Bob Sham here just introducing you to our newest type of episode, the Shorties episodes. They will drop every Friday and will center around a short documentary. I consider short documentaries to be 20 to 25 minutes or less, sometimes way less than that. They are meant to be a loose and fun treat for the end of the week. Two fun-filled episodes every week, one full up early in the week and a shorty every Friday. I think I won't be doing intros for future shorties. Next time, we will dive right in. In the meantime, go to documenteerspodcast.com. That's our website where you can find all manner of things about us, including how to support the show, bookmark it, make it a part of your internet repertoire. Let's get into our first shorty. It's about Cleveland and balloons. Stuart is with me. And keep on docking. Hey, shout out to me how Stuart, 30 years, 32. Aren't you excited we're doing short episodes now and you're on one? Yeah, well, I've been saying for a long time we should really shorten these. Yeah, you've been begging. Like it's too long. Well, because a lot of my uh, relatives listen and they don't have a lot of attention for my shenanigans. Well, my uncle Gary, he says, I like when you say your name. He's easy to please. Yeah, <laughs> which makes me think that he didn't ever listen to any of it. <laughs> he, that's like, uh, he was actually listening to what's another one cereal yeah he keeps listening to cereal you should recommend <laughs> s-town to your uncle yeah he, I, it's about uncles right s-town yeah i get a little pissy when like a celebrity has a podcast like it, you see him on tv all the time and it's like i'm alec baldwin listen to my podcast like i never want to listen to your podcast dude have you listened to dimitri caldimas uh podcast you just went deep local is there a demetria caladimos podcast yeah it's called the caladimos shut the fuck up (laughs) demetria caladimos uh was a news anchor here for most of our lives here in middle tennessee natural area yeah she's a podcasting fiend she sir she served me a beer at a greek fest you know she's made a couple of documentaries that are very hard to find that's cool we should watch them we should Stuart, short episodes. What? I've been watching a lot of short documentaries preparing. Yeah. I kind of feel like they all should be short mm-hmm. when I'm watching them. But uh, yeah. but we're still going to have our classic episodes. Just just imagine if they made Super Size Me 15 minutes long. They could have. <laughs> they really could have. Just remove him and just have, have testimonials of people who have uh, adverse health conditions because of- They could even make it like- 30 seconds long. You could just be uh, Morgan Spurlock. I'm going to eat a bunch of burgers. And then it'd be him going, I feel bad. And then, and then, <laughs> and then at the end, it's just like uh, the camera zooms in on a tombstone with his name on it. <laughs> if that was Super Size Me, five Herzogs, man. This thing that we're watching, when I was playing the video of what we're going to discuss, a, a Scientology commercial came on for like some dance, some dance show. Oh, yeah. That was like funded by Scientologists. I want to see that. And this video that we are watching, you can find this on the Atlantic's website. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I think it was originally posted by the Atlantic. They have a lot of short documentaries on their website. And it's Balloon Fest by Nathan Truesdale. This is about the time 
the city of Cleveland was like, they're not going to make fun of us anymore. <laughs> they're not going to put Cleveland down anymore. You know what we're going to do? This is not a, what is a Cleveland accent? Can you do one? No, I don't think it's an accent, really. It just sounds normal. It's just like hey. talking through crying. We're busting on Cleveland. I don't know. I know that Cleveland has a hard luck history. Yeah, well, you know how they got their name. Oh, uh, They used to make all the cleavers in the country. Every cleaver that every butcher had what the was from Cleveland. It's spelled, it, you'd think it'd be spelled a little different. They didn't know how to spell. It was a long time ago. And the I, spelling wasn't like popularized until like the 1960s. Most people didn't spell before the 60s. You can blame the Great Depression for that. In 1986 in Cleveland, they were like, we're going to break the world's record of most helium balloons released into the air. Ladies and gentlemen, live from downtown Cleveland, it's Big Chuck and Little John in front of the biggest happening around. Yep, yep. I wonder I what Harvey Picar was doing around this time. He was there. I bet he's. I bet he was out there. He probably was real pumped about the balloons. <laughs> if if I know Harvey Picar, he was so jazzed. <laughs> That's the only person I know from Cleveland. Wasn't Robert Crumb from Cleveland? I think Barack Obama's from Cleveland. That is not. That is not true. The comic book writer Brian Michael Bendis is from Cleveland. Uh, LeBron James is from Akron. Which is close enough. I think uh, Quentin Tarantino is from there. Uh, Devo. Devo is um, from Akron. So Cleveland, kind of that North Ohio area. If you're a band from Akron, you're going to play in Cleveland a lot. That's cool. I guess you could just lump them together. I like thinking about these bands. Tarantino, I thought, was from like Knoxville or East Tennessee or something. I know he's definitely from somewhere. But on September of 1986, we see uh, a guy named Treb Pining. He calls himself a, a balloon artist because I guess maybe he called himself a regular artist and it, it drew too much attention. And he was like, what's a label I can give myself that can also alienate myself? Well, he's probably getting asked to do all kinds of murals and stuff and different <laughs> face a, paintings. And he's like, I don't I do not do that kind of art. He's like, sometimes I spray paint out of balloons. Is that what you want? But he's a balloon artist and he's talking about how, look, I can do... I could blow up a lot of balloons in a minute. I think the average person can only do like two or three. He's really stunting his abilities on blowing up balloons. <laughs> a local Cleveland news anchor jokes that. Thank I understand you. we might have a northerly wind too, so they'll all wind up over Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty funny thought. If you think about it, like what uh, people in Cleveland make fun of, it's probably Canada, right? I and guess then, so. And then it turns out that's that's true. We see a little old lady apparently. A balloon got wrapped up in her watch while she was inflating them. It's really happened. Mary Ellen bought two bunches of balloons to give to John and I here. She came down, and one of the bunches of balloons she had tied to her watch. And the watch opened up, and uh, the balloons took the watch, and it's now going out east somewhere. <laughs> so they're like, if you find this watch. There's been a balloon mugging. Only in Cleveland, man. <laughs> There's a guy from L.A. who looks like he's going to a Republican National Convention in like 1922. Like, that's how he's dressed. He's got that that hat. I, I, what are those hats called? You know what I'm talking about? Straw hat, a boater, the pride of the Edwardian masher. Something you can talk through or even threaten to eat. Cleveland hats. We'll call it the Cleveland. But he's actually from Los Angeles, and he's like... It's Cleveland, it's your time. It's time to say yes. It's time to say it is a happening city. We are on the move. The people of Cleveland. <laughs> I feel like the... 
in in their desperation to like achieve this act of releasing a million and a half balloons, I feel like the people of Cleveland are kind of trashing themselves and not really knowing it. Come on, we'll be last on the list of cities. <laughs> now they, they, they to, oh, Cleveland, I really don't know shit about you. I know your waters catch on fire up there sometimes. I definitely would think of Knoxville and Memphis before I think of Cleveland. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's my location. But I think most people would, too. Well, they yeah, they would <laughs> burn. <laughs> You know, they won an NBA championship a few years ago, which in a very exciting final. Well, there's also that uh, Cleveland water, that bottle of water everyone drinks. Wait, I just realized why Cleveland might be a little cursed. Why? Because they got that wazoo, that chief wazoo on their oh, baseball team. Oh, yeah. That's for Cleveland! Ah! They're getting cursed by that. You're angering the spirits, making fun of them like that. Yeah, Cleveland. Come on, Cleveland. Clean, yeah. Clean it up. It's so weird you're in a World Series with Chicago, and Chicago's the least racist in that equation. Yeah, clean it up, Cleveland. Got to work it up a little bit. Cincinnati's got chili. What do you have? I didn't realize sports was so racist. (laughs) Stop it, sports. Listen, sports. Drew? Backroom whispers. As the advocate for sports, when you hear me. Well, he is a sports guy, so we need to blame all of this on him. I think it's his fault. Drew, fix this racism. I think it. I demand it. This can't change without Drew. Drew, clean it up. Clean it up, Drew. Backroom whispers. Start with Cleveland. Stewart, they have to release the balloons a little early because there, there's reports of a high pressure system. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Here they go. Lift off. Amazing. And the fan is up. And there they go, John. And then they release the balloons and people are jazzed. And they're like, let's hear it for Cleveland. Ah! Yeah, that one guy, he's like really excited. Oh, look at that. I want to sing up, up, and away. When you see the, hopefully listeners, you'll check this out. Yeah, check it out. It's only like six and a half minutes long. It's only six minutes long. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it more than uh, Star Wars. What you, I I did. <laughs> The one of the news anchors is like a little person. And I think he's wearing I'm trying to remember. I and think I love Star Wars. We don't need to rep that anymore. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. It envelops the terminal tower. It kind of looks cool, admittedly. It kind of looks cool. I thought it was way cool. It kind of reminded me of The Matrix. You ever seen The Matrix? Yeah, I've heard I of it. I thought it was in The Matrix and I was like, oh, pick the pill. One of the news anchors is like, ladies and gentlemen, there is no mistake on the lake anymore. Cleveland! Uh, saying stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. It's kind of like like all these cities, you know, you got Chicago, Boston, these towns compete with New York. When really, you just shouldn't you know worry about it. I think it? it is, and it's occurring to me that Almost all, like, I don't know if you know about this, but all, like, newscasters and stuff, they, like, move around. They get imported from different cities. Yeah. And they'll just end up in Cleveland. They have no association (laughs) with Cleveland. So they're just, like, trying to rep Cleveland, but from a place of, like, not thinking Cleveland is that great because they're just recently moved there maybe in the last year. Based on this mere six and a half minute film of people being really excited about balloons that the citizens of this town think their town sucks so much that they are flipping the fuck out over a bunch of balloons being released into the 
Yeah. I don't know if you remember uh, the 80s, but almost everyone was really excited about balloons in the 80s. Literally, that was one of the best forms of entertainment we had. Watching them. I know when I was a kid in the 80s, watching a helium balloon just slowly go up into the air was a pretty entertaining sight. Okay, then. I think you're going to agree with my uh, theory then. Okay. That the balloon was a pretty big deal <laughs> in 1986. Because let me tell you something to just add a little uh, credence, which is Southern wisdom. You may not know this, but the Game Boy didn't appear in North America until 1989. So this is three dark years before the best thing anyone had was Game Boy. Wow. So before that, kids are just staring at balloons. They had balloons and uh, that game Operation. Yeah, I remember board, that one. The board game. His nose kind of looks like a balloon, so I get it. That was pretty much it. But we see balloons like raining from the sky. It's starting to look a bit more glum. This short documentary is a series of edited uh, newsreel cuts at the time. Well, two fishermen got lost the night before. It's been an exhausting search for these Coast Guardsmen. They've been out on the water most of the day looking for two 40-year-old Cleveland men, Skip Sullivan and Raymond Broderick. They didn't get lost because of the balloons, but there was a bad storm the previous night. Rescue workers, Coast Guard, were looking for these guys, but the lake was completely covered in balloons. (laughs) Making it pretty much impossible to spot a life vest or a head floating in the water, bobbing up and down. It's like trying to find a needle in a haystack here. So it pretty much kind of completely fucked up a, a search and rescue operation. And all the balloons fell into the lake. And then, and I think a news anchor says something along the lines of, this wasn't supposed to all fall into the lake. It's like, how do you know where the fuck... I mean, they're balloons. They're not going to... Right. Which I know makes, there's wind. Which makes me think, you know, they don't really say, but is where the news... Was the news team involved? Did they orchestrate the balloon fest? I think they orchestrated his downfall, maybe. Oh, you see a shot of all the balloons all like littered into the lake there. What is the Great Lake there? Erie? Lake Erie. It is Lake Erie? Yeah. The balloons are gone like... A couple of days later, and there's a reporter being like, But the balloons that covered the lake and caused concern on Saturday are no longer here today. No one's quite sure where they went, but at least they're no longer posing a threat to fish and wildlife. And I'm thinking, motherfucker, do you know what a current is? Anyway, all the balloons end up in Canada, going full circle with what the anchor jokes about in the beginning. They'll all wind up over Canada. <laughs> and so, then the short film ends on a lingering shot of a reporter. So one of the wives of the fishermen sued uh, the United United Way of Cleveland. Right, because United Way put this on. But the Guinness Book of World Records did not recognize this achievement. So it looks like they went back to being the mistake on the lake, I guess. Now, Stuart, we don't rate short documentaries in a star rating scale. In my mind, stars are too small. But we also don't rate it in Herzogs. We rate short documentaries in Baby Herzogs. Baby Herzogs? Baby Herzogs. Okay, I didn't know about this part. Now, normally, you'd give one through five, then I give one through five, and then we combine them. Yeah. Short documentaries require shorter Herzog ratings. So just like one and a half? (laughs) You give it one through one. No, you're going to give it one through three baby Herzogs. I'm going to give it one through three baby Herzogs. We will combine them for best out of six baby Herzogs. Ooh, yeah. Stuart, so, how did you feel about Nathan Truesdale's Balloon Fest 86? I'm going to give it 
all of my Herzog baby Herzogs. You give it three baby Herzogs? Because I had a great time watching this short documentary. It's really funny. It's very, it's got a good comic timing. Even even as it touches on a tragedy, it's just kind of like the, the enthusiasm of the people. Oh, look at that! I want to sing up, up, and away! Like the, the sheer desperation of this to be like an amazing event. I'm sure there were plenty of people in Cleveland who didn't give two shits, but there were some very, very enthusiastic people on the streets. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Harvey Beatcar was one of those who uh, didn't give two shits. It looked awesome. Yeah, it it did look kind of cool. I don't know if you... I, I Just to bring back what I said about balloons in the 80s, it's particularly 1986, there wasn't really much going on then. We were pretty much over Reagan by that point, but we still had like two, three years of them. Did we Did we even have sparkly balloons back then? Did we have balloons with like little stuffed bears in them like you see sometimes? Maybe. That was probably, uh, yeah. I, you remember you'd have those weird, uh, for instance, let me tell you some facts about 1986. The average cost of a house was $89,000. The average income per year was $22,000. The average monthly rent was $385. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I don't want to hear any more of these facts. Jar of Skippy peanut butter was $1.49. Uh, the Soviet nuclear reactor at Chernobyl exploded. Oh, that's always fun. The space shuttle Challenger exploded. At the beginning of the year. So Look, everyone was pretty bummed out. Cleveland, days. Cleveland. You're not Chernobyl. For Cleveland. <laughs> right? Haley's Comet. Came very close. Hands Across America. Do you remember that? When everyone held hands across America? That also happened in 1986. Okay. I never saw that happen. Wish there was a documentary about <laughs> Hands Across America. I love this. I actually love this short. I've watched this like a dozen times at least. The uh, first case of mad cow disease was 1986. You know, we got like more to go through. Let's hold off on oh, okay. facts. I like this short dog. I give it also three baby herd songs. Hell we, yeah. So we combine them. That's a perfect six out of six Baby Heard songs. Should I play TLC for a six out of six? What other song should I play? It's got to be like, yeah, we did it. It's got to be a, a yeah, we did it kind of song. Um, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. Jitterbug. 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 A Lady Gaga song? No, no, that's all right. She was born in 1986. I feel a little old. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I guess she's only like five years younger than me. You feel a little old? You're not old. I'm just, it's starting. It's just starting. Oh, uh, the feel, the feeling? The feeling is starting, yeah. We'll just think back to Balloon Fest 1986 and all the hope we had as a young nation. Let's hear it for Cleveland. <laughs> America's Pope. <laughs> we were all behind it. All right, buddy. Let's let's uh, let's move along. Thank you for doing the uh, first short Ooh, documentary. Walk one. like an Egyptian came out in 1986. What do you what do you need the perfect short doc score to Ooh. be? Ah, you know what? You know what? What? Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. Perfect. All right, Whitney Houston's the greatest love of all. <laughs> is our perfect short documentary song. All right, buddy. That's a you did a good one, Nathan Truesdale. We liked it. We like you. Good job. All right, keep on docking.
Cleveland, it's your time. It's time to say yes. It's time to say it is a happening city. We are on the move. 